How do you know you're up to date? When you follow EMS World, you answer that question with confidence. Because when we say EMS World, we mean the whole world of EMS. The remaining question for you is how will you stay up to date? In print, online, at EMS World Expo, the world's largest EMS-dedicated conference, and now in a podcast. Hello and welcome to the EMS World Podcast. I'm Valerie Amato, Assistant Editor of EMS World. Today I'll be speaking with Ricky Ditzel, a DOD flight paramedic who in his free time is the lead for research and education for the Special Operations Medical Coalition, which is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on advancing the military special operations medic from battlefield provider to veteran professional. Today, we'll be talking about Ricky's experience training with the U.S. Special Operations Combat Medic Program, or SOCOM for short, which was profiled in the cover feature of our March issue. During the clinical rotations of SOCOM, combat medics are assigned to one of a handful of sites around the nation where they spend half of their time running with EMS crews and the other half in the trauma center of a hospital to prepare themselves for deployment. So we're going to get an inside look at Ricky's experience in the SOCOM program. Ricky, thank you for joining me today. Will you please introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me. So my name is Ricky Ditzel. Like Valerie said, I'm a DOD flight paramedic. I have a little over seven years in active duty. And I uh, did my rotations down at uh, Cooper uh, Health in Camden, New Jersey. So Ricky, I am curious about your experience working with Cooper EMS and how it prepared you for working as a medical provider during your deployment. I know this was a while ago, but do you remember any certain calls where you encountered injuries or illnesses that you later treated during your deployment? I actually have one that comes to mind pretty quickly. It was a call to a residence for a gunshot wound. So he arrived on scene. It was a man sitting out front of his house. He had a few gunshot wounds to his upper left chest, upper left back, and then two into his right knee. What was good about the case was... You know, we kind of rushed into the scene. We did initial treatments of using chest seals, which is a military protocol and wasn't so much of a EMS protocol up there. So that was a good like sticking point of being like, what do you mean? What's a chest seal? And I'm like, hey, I need a chest seal because of my training. And then we got him in the ambulance and we went through the March algorithm and then brought him, brought him to the hospital and he was stabilized. It was the first time for me personally of having that sort of chaos and having that sort of adrenaline rush of a pre-hospital gunshot wounds. What's really funny is in training, we we focus so much on it being so bad. Like if there's gunshot wounds to the chest, there's going to be things like pneumothorax or hemothorax, or he's going to be unstable. And this guy was only in pain, completely stable. You know, it didn't require much uh, as far as uh, treatment. So it was really good lesson learned going overseas was like, hey, guys can get hurt but we need to be thorough and relaxed and, you know, assess them properly. So if, if it's bad, it's actually bad. And then, Hey, if it's, it's, it might not be so bad and we need to slow down a little bit. And I think that's why the pre-hospital setting is so valuable in this program. Um, there are definitely elements that are unique to the pre-hospital environment in comparison to hospitals or, you know, primary care offices. Uh, what did you learn there? You know, you mentioned chaos being an element of that. What, what did you learn from the pre-hospital setting that you might not have learned in other clinical settings? Uh, in the pre-hospital setting, I learned a ton from just the, 
vast amount of experience between all the uh, paramedics and then all the EMTB providers that that worked at uh, Cooper. One thing I learned was just that knowledge can only trump experience in very limited settings, whereas uh, years of experience with a strong basis of knowledge is probably the most efficient and practical type of provider. So I, I know I learned to assess all patients thoroughly, take your time. Care of equipment was very evident in the pre-hospital setting more than so in the hospital setting because it, it translated very well to the military. Every day I came on shift with these guys, you know, inspected the ambulance. We re-inspected all the medications in the ambulance, even down to the gauze, made sure that we had a full tank of gas, that the lights worked. Those small attention to details that translates directly to an overseas environment, we call that, you know, pre-mission checks or pre-combat checks, where we do the same exact thing, no matter how what you're going to recheck all your equipment before you go do operations. So that's a huge lesson learned and appreciation that I saw from the uh, EMS uh, personnel over there. So were there any other specific lessons that the paramedics and EMTs provided you with in terms of skills that helped you in your deployment? Simple things like how to be more efficient with intravenous access. Because we do a ton of it in training and, and some guys before we go to that course have years of experience, but a lot of these paramedics are doing these these simple procedures a couple hundred times a week. They got small tips and tricks that you just don't think about to make your hands more efficient. Or I learned better economy of motion when working in, in an ambulance or working in a space that has medical supplies and how to set up those medical supplies so that I'm not causing more chaos and reducing more bandwidth by reaching all over the place, trying to get to my supplies and having a better streamlined assessment procedure, which helps you know reduce risk when taking care of patients. And then as far as other things that just translate pretty well, it really just came down to, like I said, efficiency. That was the thing that I really appreciated from these guys. Like I said, from pre-checks to on-scene arrivals, to actually treating patients and then uh, handing them off to the next level of care. They were all very efficient. I think that's really important when you're taking care of patients overseas as well. What were the similarities or differences that you experienced when you were working at the trauma center? Were there other injuries and illnesses that you experienced in your patients? What procedures did you perform that you may have performed later on in your deployment? Pre-hospital, I was, you know, I was fortunate that I only had one guy that had you know, trauma that involved gunshots on my pre-hospital runs. But in the hospital, I, I had more. And in the hospital, I had a lot more severe traumas. So it, that was just kind of luck of the draw as far as uh, where I was during my training pipeline. In the hospital, I was able to perform and assist with a surgical cricothyrotomy, which, you know, ends up being a very important skill that we use overseas. I was able to hang a bunch of, you know, whole blood or blood products and some of the traumas, which is very important as well. Again, overseas, we use a lot of blood, just the sheer volume of patients and repetitions of doing trauma assessments over and over. And then the other big thing is seeing those attending physicians, regardless of what floor we're on, whether it was OB, trauma, or PEDS ER, seeing that attending work a team and work a team during a dynamic situation, which is anybody can treat a patient, but not everybody can manage a room. Uh, that was a lesson that I got to see very early on from a lot of the staff attendings. And then being able to scrub into the uh, operating rooms and see anatomy is so paramount to training that I, I wish that every medical system, regardless of level of provider, could, could participate in. What would you say your biggest takeaways or valuable lessons learned were during your clinical rotations with Sockham? 
I'd say the most valuable lesson I learned is it's about the patient and that, you know, ego is probably the number one killer in medicine or de- or determinant in medicine because if you go to work and you're in the service of taking care of other people and you're letting your personal stuff get in the way or you're letting your ego get in the way or pride get in the way, you actually you, you end up taking away from patient care. And I saw at all a ton of levels of everybody at Cooper from the senior trauma surgeon to the, you know, the EMTB on pre-house rotations, all of these people were just focused on top level patient care and that the patient was that the patient comes first. I've taken that throughout the rest of my career and tried to keep that same, you know, same pillar of truth. Have you taken any of those lessons learned into your role as a flight paramedic now with the DOD? It's actually a phrase I commonly tell new guys that I get, you know, hey, it's about the patient. The reason, you know, we study so much, the reason we we put so many repetitions in. If you're if you're feeling like you're not training enough, you need to train more. It, there's a reason because it's about the patient. I still talk to people from Cooper University. I still talk to the paramedics. I still reach out to the trauma surgeons when I'm trying to work on projects or trying to get new procedures or we need more research that'll help us with patient care overseas. So um, I'm I'm constantly involved with uh, Cooper University. Actually, that's great. So you developed pretty long lasting relationships with them. Oh, most definitely. I would love to go back and see those guys. Or, I mean, I, I talked to a few of them a couple times a week. That's awesome. Ricky, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. This has been an episode of EMS World Podcast. You can find this article and hundreds more like it at emsworld.com. You can also follow EMS World on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And see you in Vegas, September 14th through the 18th, 2020 at EMS World Expo.